Greetings, lovelies. Welcome to yet another episode of Technically a Podcast. This is where we share an interesting topic or story with each other, and hopefully you find it interesting too. So how was your Independence Day weekend, Jose? Good. It was a hot vac summer. Uh, <laughs> pretty much stayed, stayed home and edited, <laughs> edited the podcast. So uh, nothing very exciting, but... I also don't celebrate 4th of July, mm. so it wasn't like I really missed anything. Oh. What about yourself? I know you had like a super hot vac summer. I did. Thank you for introducing that song to me. I Did don't you know vax that shit up like juvenile? <laughs> that's so funny. It's very funny. <laughs> I'm glad they brought the song back because that was a pretty, that was like the jam. But at the same time, I, I don't know. It's, uh, it's true. People need to vax that shit up for sure. Definitely. Yeah. So go out there and get vaccinated. You can even go to Walmart and get it for free now. So there should be no excuse. CVS, um, Walgreens, all of those places have it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Get that great value vaccine. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Um, But yeah, the weekend was was really good. It was interesting because I'll share with you a, a story that ties to our topic today. But before I do that, I'm going to ask you, have you ever had a good deed that went bad or just went wrong in some way? Well, I feel like that's pretty much the story of my life. (laughs) You know, every time I try and do something good, um, it always kind of backfires on me. I mean, I can't think of anything in particular, Mm -hmm. but I feel like I'm a cursed soul. (laughs) And... uh, And uh, things never turn out the way that I plan them to, even though I might have the best of intentions. Really? Things always end up kind of going a little bit south. Oh, that's a little sad. I'm kind of curious about some of your, um, if you think of some of your examples, please share them with us. I definitely will. Yeah. So over the weekend, that was kind of similar to what I had had. The last day of our vacation, we were celebrating my good friend's birthday and she wanted to go have like a really nice dinner. We were going to dress up. That was going to be the one day that we were going to be in Vegas all dressed up. She wanted in to your have. your Stetson hat? With my Stetson hat. That's right. I was nice. ready. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice sparkly gown, Stetson hat. Boom. What up? I'm just kidding. So she wanted to have a buca de pepo, which is pretty delicious. I don't know if you've ever had that place. It's like a pasta. Is um, it like a pepe chico? Pepe Chico. No. <laughs> We're now coining Pepe Chico. So it's like an Italian, like very family style type restaurant. And they give you these ginormous portions. So when you order a small, it truly can feed like three or four people. So we just ordered one thing and we shared it amongst all three of us. But of course... It was still too much. It's only two adults and then my daughter, right? Mm -hmm. So we still had a ton left over, especially because we still did an appetizer, which was also just as big. So this is the first time I think I've ever seen the homeless situation in Las Vegas really, like, really bad. They were all over the strip, and it was honestly pretty heartbreaking to see. So since we had a lot of leftovers and the food's amazing, we thought, oh, this would be nice if we pack it. They gave us extra, those little plastic utensils with, mm-hmm. you know, the, the napkin. And then I even put the leftover bread, which their bread is delicious. 
and it's already pre-sliced and then, you know, butter. I mean, I was like, this is going to be a nice little treat. We were all excited about what the person was going to possibly like, their eyes were going to light up or whatever. <laughs> so we started walking with the uh, the leftovers in our little Boogie de Pepo bag. And right outside the CVS, there was a man in the parking lot. And he he looked a little out of sorts, like, you know, like eyes half open. And, but he was smoking a cigarette. So, I mean, I know he was like conscious since he was sitting up. Um, slowly walked up to him and I said, hey. Can I get a drag off your cigarette? <laughs> <laughs> Did you vax that ass up is what I asked him. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so, um, but he, he wasn't even making eye contact with me. Not that that is like the ultimate like disrespect or whatever, but he was clearly not interested in my yummy leftovers. And he didn't even let me finish offering like the food and by my, like, I couldn't even finish the the sentence. Like, this is what I have in here and blah, blah, blah. He just shut it down and said, I don't want anyone's leftovers. I want a monster soda. He kept saying he wanted a monster soda. And I said, well, I don't have a monster soda. And I even tried to like make it really enticing. And I was like, but I have this really delicious shrimp pasta, blah, blah, blah. He, he cut me off. He was like, I don't know why I was trying to give me their leftovers. All I want is monster soda. And I said, okay. And I kind of like backed away very kind of like moonwalked slowly. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, yeah, we were just shut down. We didn't. So we just had to throw it away. We were super bummed. It was, re it was really sad. We were very excited. But on that note, it made sense. I was like, dude, you have to be high to turn this down because this shit is delicious. <laughs> and then, oh, yeah, he probably was. Very possible, yeah. Yeah. So this also got me thinking because while we were walking around, we kept smelling all the weed. Like we were just always reminded that weed is very legal. Um, it's legal here in New Mexico now too. Is it really? Since when? It is. Oh my goodness. Um, Recreational? Yeah. Since <gasps> a couple of weeks ago. Oh um, my goodness. They're still not allowed to sell it recreational. Uh-huh. Um, you can only get it with with a prescription. But if you have it or if, um, I mean, I guess as long as you're not driving around intoxicated, it's fine. So. They decriminalized it. If you need a prescription, isn't that only medical marijuana? I don't really know how this works. Yeah, you can go get a prescription. You know, you go to the, some guy and they take you into the back room and it's like, yeah, what do you need, guy? What? It's so like, he's like some fake doctor feel good? <laughs> well, I don't know. He's the one that called the cafe. That's the way that I envision it. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, but then it's like, it what do you got, guy? Well, you know, I've got anxiety. Yeah, whatever. Here you go. Oh my! And just give you the prescription. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> that was more of a rhetorical question. I don't want you to answer it. Right? It's like that. Yeah, he's already filling out the prescription before you even tell him what's wrong. That's insane. I really didn't know that it was. Wow, it was recreationally okay in New Mexico. What they yeah. should do is like the the way that they have the um, pharmacies over there in Juarez mm -hmm. is they actually have like a doctor on site. So you arrive to the pharmacy, you tell them what's wrong, they prescribe it, and you go over to like the next little booth and mm -hmm. you get your prescription. Right. I feel that's a missed opportunity for the dispensaries is that you just have a doctor on site, give you the prescription, and you get it right there. But I think, uh, well, I mean, I've never been inside of a dispensary, right. so I don't know what it's like if or if they check because I know they give you a card 
but I don't know if you're allowed to go in if you don't have a card or I don't know how the logistics of that work. Dude, is that not like the coolest members only kind of card? <laughs> yeah. I know there's a really large dispensary in Vegas. Again, I also don't partake in that, so I had no no reason to go. But yeah, that's really, really interesting. And how crazy to think that maybe if you had friends that grew that stuff on the side, like on the DL, um, which stands for down low. Um, that, oh my God, all this time. I never knew what that time, stood for. Yeah. Right. Um, now they could possibly be making like a crap ton of money. Like put that to use. I know that there's a certain law on that and growing it. Mm. Like you're allowed to have a certain amount of plants. Um, so you can do it. But I don't think that by law you're allowed to have enough that you could sell it. Because you have to be like on the approved oh. seller's list or something like that in order to be able to have a license to actually be able to sell it. So I you see. can have enough plants to where you can use it for yourself. I think it's like five plants or something. I see. So you can have enough where you can have it for your own use. Uh-huh. And that's fine. I mean, of course, it's still illegal under, under federal law. Mm -hmm. But under state law, it's decriminalized. So the police aren't going to bug you about it. If you are a grower for a, like a, I mean, not like a pharmacy, but like a brand a or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then... You would probably, I would imagine that there's got to be some pretty strict rules for that too. Like you can't be like some fuck up that <laughs> you're like, oh, you have 42 uh, things on your, um, like the little rap sheet or whatever that they call. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, again, I'm not too sure how that works, but that is just pretty interesting. interesting. Yeah, I, I agree. So this kind of had made me start thinking, are humans? the only species that get high? Like, are we just the only ones that are like ingesting things in our body to kind of like mess us up mentally in some way or something like that? Cats what would get you, high. What's that? Cats. Oh. Catnip. Yeah, catnip see, is like I, a psychedelic or something like that. I forgot about catnip, um, but we'll go into catnip. Yes. We're going to talk about some animals that get high. What about those poisonous frogs? Or should they take turns <gasps> licking each other to get a no. high off of that too? No. You're going to have no. to tell me about these poisonous <laughs> no, no, frogs. No, I'm kidding. It's probably not a thing. But. Oh, I was like, you really got to tell me about these poisonous <laughs> frogs. I didn't find that in my research. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um, that was always like the joke growing, growing up. You know, when you go through that phase where you're um, exploring things outside of your own body. and um, Are we talking about? <laughs> uh, that's another story. <laughs> Uh, that story has to do with uh, locking myself up in my room with my mom's uh, finger hut Frogs. catalogs and looking at the oh my uh, gosh. at the <laughs> lingerie section. Well, did finger hut even have lingerie? <laughs> I feel like finger hut had like food processors and like. In that case, that would make me very worried as to what your proclivity, what your affinity. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I've got a fetish for blenders like you would not Ooh, believe. There are some it's weirdos a, like that. It's a dangerous fetish, too. Oh, my I've God. Come close up. <laughs> I don't want to know what you're sticking where. <laughs> but we're going to stick to this <laughs> crazy topic. <laughs> no, but, um, you know, when, you're, when you start going through that phase where you start experimenting with stuff and then you always mm -hmm. hear, like, the friends tell you, oh, yeah, those, there's those frogs that if you lick them, like, they'll yeah. get you, like, high. They have, like, LSD properties. I think it's the same frogs that indigenous people would use on their little darts yeah. to put people to sleep or whatever. Oh, that I is might really be wrong cool. That, but, that yeah. is really cool. We need to find those frogs to just to know 
like, okay, if they're indigenous to, you know, South America, maybe we can talk to some South Americans and see if we can crack that myth. And we can talk to some dispensaries here in New Mexico, too, and see if we can make a little deal with them. <laughs> that... for, for medicinal purposes only, oh, of course. Now we're going to file this under research. <laughs> research, sorry. <laughs> we're like, cats get high, come on. <laughs> I'm going to start off with the animal that was most interesting to me. I know there's usually like a push for a big finish, but this one was so crazy interesting to me that this is what I want to start out with. Okay. So dolphins. Can you believe this? I, dolphins. I did not know about dolphins. Dolphins seem to enjoy to get high. So coincidentally, or is it not, that dolphins are one of the smartest animals? Hmm. They also like to get high. I'm pretty sure I've seen a couple of dolphins masquerading as humans in Circle K's, <laughs> uh, smoking a cigarette and bumming <laughs> money heck? off of you. So pretty sure a couple of those people were dolphins. What kind of crazy ass Circle K are you visiting? <laughs> That's real. I guess I shouldn't be licking frogs before going to Circle K, that right? Is, yeah. This is before <laughs> or after you lick the frog. <laughs> Maybe it was during. Oh, my goodness. What the heck? You're blocking. Uh, so in my head, I, I, what I was thinking was these dolphins are the smartest animal of the sea and right. or of the water. And they like to get high. You know who I immediately thought of? They're like the Elon Musks of the sea. Yeah, I think we give them a little bit too much credit, though. <gasps> what are you talking about? The man invented a really kick-ass flamethrower. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's the only thing. True, but I mean, aside from killing spiders in your <laughs> on the corners of your home, <laughs> I can't think of very practical uses for it. Okay, what about SpaceX? Come on, we love space. But did he invent going into space, or did he invent rich people going into space? Yeah, now Jeff Bezos, he started that like little war now, like who's going to get there first? And Richard Branson had to join the dick measuring contest and said, right. no, I'll be the first millionaire, billionaire, sorry. To... In space, yeah. yeah. And I think he undercut it by like a week or something, right? Like he's going to be there first before. Before Bezos and his clone. He's going to use to harvest for organs if anything ever happens to him. <laughs> No, it's my sister's keeper. Dude, I would not put it past them. That's super weird, man. So how do dolphins get high? So they've been That's observed. That's a great question. Yeah. They, uh, they've been observed holding a puffer fish, those little puffy. Oh, little, yeah. Yeah. So they. Those been, are super cute, too. They are kind of cute. Yeah. Like when they get scared, they like, you know, they kind of balloon yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. So, Instead of looking frightening, they look cute. They do. There's a couple. Yeah. There's one other animal in here that's really cute and also likes to get high. Elon Musk. Uh, I don't know if he's cute. That stinks, right? Sorry. Um, respect your brain, though. Um, so, <laughs> so dolphins have been seen with this puffer fish in their mouth and they like chew on it really, really gently. Mm -hmm. And then they pass it to another one in their pod. It's a very puff, puff, pass estilo. Can you believe this? That's exactly what I was thinking. Really? Thinking as you were saying that. Oh, yeah. that's so funny. <laughs> or, yeah. What the puffer fish releases is um, it's a neurotoxin that is kind of giving, you know, all the the fun vibes to the dolphin. 
So the neurotoxin specifically is called tetrodoxin, but it's Mm -hmm. extremely, extremely lethal. So it's almost like they're playing roulette, but they know like how much gentle pressure to put. Mm -hmm. So uh, just to also kind of specifically give you an idea of how lethal it is, it's up to 1,200 times more poisonous than cyanide. Oh, shit. I know. I'm surprised the Russians haven't gotten a hold of this. (laughs) That's what I mean. Um, But one of these puffer fish can kill 30 adult humans. Wow. Yeah. So they have to be extremely careful or they, I mean, I don't know how they learn about this, but I kind of wish I knew like how socially acceptable this was because they kind of, they do, they do this puff, puff, pass type of thing. And um, the way that they know that it makes them kind of like loopy um, Mm -hmm. and it actually puts them in like a real trance-like state. So they were seen going to like the edge of the water. And they would just kind of like stare at their own reflection. Wow. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. I thought that, that was That is like, very crazy. Yeah. I thought that was super cool. I heard this first Post Malone was talking about it. Sounds like something he would talk about. Yeah, definitely. I wouldn't have thought that he would <laughs> know this. I'm shattering all kinds of like ideas of people now. <laughs> so anyway. So that one was like my favorite one. Next, we will talk about cats. Of course. Cats and catnip. So I don't. I didn't know specifically what catnip was. Do you know what catnip is? Um, I don't. I just know that it does have some type of stimulant yeah. that the cats go crazy for. Right, right, right. And uh, apparently they go crazy for it because it gets them high. Right. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. They love it. So what is catnip exactly? It's a, it's an herb that's native to Central Asia and Middle East of China. It's in the mint family. I didn't know Mm. that it was in the mint family. And it grows to be about three feet tall. So the interesting fact within these fun facts is that catnip doesn't elicit a response from cats until they are already sexually mature. Mm. Yeah. The behaviors that they display are those of sexual arousal. Now you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Molly. Got to go try some catnip right now. No, no. (laughs) <laughs> Roll right it now. up and smoke it. <laughs> and it'll give me minty fresh breath. Right. Oh, yeah. oh that's true. <laughs> Who knows? You're going to find a rave. You're like, this is amazing. <laughs> Screw the dispensaries. I'll make my own drug out of that catnip. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> so this uh, cat molly only affects about 75 cats. And whether they are they actually respond to it, it's genetic. So if they don't respond to it even after they're uh, sexually mature, that just means that they don't have the gene for it. Isn't that neat? Yeah. What's kind of like humans, we have the THC receptors in our brain. And that's what causes us to get high because the molecules attach themselves to the THC receptors in our brain. And we also have nicotine receptors. That's why I'm always vaping on this stupid thing. Stupid. Oh, I know. <laughs> you will break free. Or at least you will slow down eventually, especially from work. Well, well at least I know what I'm going to die of. So <laughs> at least I have that reassurance. Oh, no. This is, mm, I don't even know why I laughed. <laughs> Death is funny, especially when it's not your own. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, um, no, actually, death is not funny. It, that was it, a terrible joke. It but. was, yeah, especially coming out of a pandemic here. <laughs> Let's reel it back in. The heck, get off that molly or whatever the hell you're on. 
So um, the effects of catnip are really short-lived. It only lasts about 10 to 15 minutes. And if you happen to have a cat, our listeners, um, and, uh, you know, are worried that your cat is, like, going to get addicted or stuff like that, don't worry. It's not addictive. It's very safe. Even if your cat kind of ends up having a little too much, the most that they'll really have is like a mild upset stomach. It's not just cats, like domestic cats that like to get high, but big cats also. So tigers, leopards, lynxes, lynx, lynxes, I think that sounds like the right <laughs> plural, um, <laughs> jaguars. They like catnip. I don't know how much they have to ingest or whatever um, to, to get the effects. But jaguars have also been known to eat ayahuasca. Mm, I don't know what that is. Is that like a kind of like peyote or? So ayahuasca is a hallucinogenic plant. And it's a big thing in like Peru and stuff like that. But there's a lot of Americans that go down there to try to cure their like depression, PTSD, stuff like that. It's supposed to heighten all of your senses and it'll make you vomit everything after you drink it. I think I have heard about it now, now that you said that. It's really great. Oh, yeah. That sucks. That was the trigger. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all vomit. Yes. Bingo. I know it. (laughs) Yeah. Whenever I hear vomit as being part of something, I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm out. Yeah. Oh, no. I could. But then again, this is being seen as like a cure. I mean, these people who are probably traveling all the way down to Peru for the ayahuasca and stuff like that. I would imagine they have to be in pretty dire straits, maybe suicidal, stuff like that. But yeah, you and me on the regular, I don't think this would be like a recreational. Like, Hey, do you feel like throwing up today? <laughs> I got an activity planned for us. Clear your schedule for the next 12 hours. What? This is awful. Oh, no, no, no. No, I'm more down for like the 15 to 20 minutes like the catnip. The catnip, yeah, yeah. After Um, that, I just get paranoid and uh, start crying. Oh, no. Hold yourself, rock back and forth. (laughs) I curl up into the fetal position and climb back into my mother's womb after. (laughs) Hold me, hold me. Where it's warm and safe. That's funny. So uh, I think this is a good time to hit that ayahuasca. I'm just kidding. But this is a good time for a commercial break. And then when we come back, we'll learn about some other animals that also like to get high. Ooh. (laughs) After these messages, we'll be right back. In these trying times, when our nation is beginning to recover, look to Palmer Technologies for all your logistical needs. Palmer Tech is no stranger to rebuilding. Our primary goal when the company was founded was to reconstruct Star City after a series of earthquakes left it in ruins. Our team of scientists and engineers from our applied sciences and technology divisions were there every step of the way with innovative solutions to solve the most difficult problems. When it comes to experimental medicine, Palmer Tech is a name you can trust. Specializing in nanotechnology, biostimulant implants, and smart wearables, our founder and CEO, Dr. Raymond Palmer, personally oversees each project. His teams will work with you to tailor a specialized solution for you and your patients. With a PhD in physics from Ivy University, no job is too big or too small. Palmer Technologies. 
the number one name in science, engineering, technology, and medicine. Contact us now to see how we can work with you. We also offer paper products. And now, back to the show. Whoa, you wouldn't believe how much I just threw up. It was <laughs> so crazy. Oh, so crazy or so <laughs> nasty. Which is it really? <laughs> I was throwing up for recreational purposes. And all I had to do was do catnip. I'm good to go. And you know what I mean? Go. I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, okay, we're going to dive on in to the next topic. What do you think of when I say the word loco weed? Um, something like gypsum weed tea or something. Some crazy, um, am I right? I don't know. I can't tell from your expression. That shock or disgust or... Disgust. It's definitely not disgust. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it sounded like a type of weed. It sounded like, oh, this is, you're going to roll up to a dispensary and you show them your members only card or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> So um, it is a true, legit weed that grows naturally. Cows, sheep, horses all like to graze on this and get high. Isn't that weird? So um, mm -hmm. it also has really tranquilizing effects, but sometimes it gets to the point where they don't socialize with anyone anymore and they don't like engage with and not anyone, but like others in the herd. So it kind of gets them all withdrawn, which... Kind of reminds me of like the the people that get all tweaked out and they just stay at home and they just get all high. That's kind of like what those cows and sheep and horses are like. What if they're like me that they're already kind of socially withdrawn and they don't socialize? They're usually parts of herds though. So mm. I don't know. I think they're naturally like gregarious animals. We're supposed to be gregarious animals too. I don't know. Can the animals pass on the uh, hallucinogenic properties in their milk? I didn't read that. Is That's it one of those question. things like, oh, if you go and you drink two gallons of milk, you're going to be fucking tripping balls, dude. Whoa. <laughs> and uh, since I'm lactose intolerant, I probably will live in the bathroom that whole week. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that would be really awful. No. Yeah. Yeah. So um, sometimes if these animals graze on it for too long, like two weeks or more, they can start showing signs of this local weed toxicity. So some mm -hmm. of the signs are the lose weight to the point of emaciation, reproduction dysfunction starts happening. They start having miscarriages, neurological damage. It causes like extreme nervousness. And then some can even fall into depression. Oh, wow. I know that's super extreme, right? Up until the miscarriages you had me, I was like, okay, where do I sign up? Where, where do I want this? It's like weight loss and uh, <laughs> fertility. It's like, cool. I don't have to worry about getting anyone pregnant. <laughs> sign me up. That sounds crazy to me. I don't know. Maybe we can find you some local weed at a dispensary. <laughs> <laughs> but you just can't graze on it for two weeks. <laughs> sure. I'll, I'll try and remember that. Right. And it also made me start thinking and like laugh to myself when I was researching this. Like, how can they fall into depression? And I was like already imagining, you know, like a whole conversation, like, why so glum, Ed? And Ed, you know, the horse says, mm -hmm. I'm afraid I'm just too damn majestic of a horse, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the heck? What do they really get to be depressed about? 
True. I guess you never think, or I don't ever think about animals becoming. I mean, I've seen dogs become depressed. Right. But um, I think it's just because of their proximity with humans. Humans, yeah. Or other animals. They get depressed when, like, another animal dies. Like, it's bro. True. Yeah. True. I've seen that happen. But yeah. cows don't really hang out with humans that much, aside from when they're getting milked or slaughtered. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> oh. yeah, actually, that would make me kind of depressed if I was a cow. I know. I would really like, uh, yeah, cows definitely have something to be depressed about. But maybe not so much horses. Well, so what happened to Beto? He's never come back. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> you took my brother, you dirty man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so also, I thought it was interesting that when they, when they get really bad like that, where they get all emaciated and like depressed and stuff like that, it's actually called locoism. Wow. Doesn't, it, doesn't it sound like they're on some cholo hood shit or something? He that's what I was thinking. Local. I was like, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Uh, so moving on. Uh, deer, caribou, moose also like to get high. They eat psychedelic mushrooms. Mm. <laughs> funny. And they display like this funny, like drunken behavior. They, you know, get into bar fights. I'm just kidding. No, they don't. When they stop and right in front of your car as you're going 60 miles per Dude, hour. Dude, that's tons of fun for them. <laughs> 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 they do like aimless running apparently. And um, it made me think, like, what do you mean they're aimless? They're just kind of, like, running all crazy, and then they're naked. So are they, like, streakers? Well. (laughs) (laughs) So. Or maybe they're just from Florida. Oh, that could be it. Sorry, Florida. So that the naked people running around, biting people's faces off? Wasn't that in Florida? Oh, yeah. Are you talking? When, um, what was that drug uh, that was down there? Bath salts, dude. That sounds crazy. See, I don't know if there's animals that go to that length. Yeah, I've never seen a deer bite another deer's face off, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, thankfully, I haven't either. I feel like that would be fodder for a lot of (laughs) butt nightmares. Maybe that's why I'm still sane. (laughs) Um, Some other thing that I had read that I thought was really funny was not only do they do like aimless running, like when they display this drunken behavior, but they make random noises. Oh, like me. Yeah, you. (laughs) (laughs) So that's just on the normal. Um, It also made me think of this comedian that he was talking about, like, there's a universal sign of drunkenness. And the universal sign of drunkenness is like when somebody goes, and they go like, <laughs> it's like that is across the countries. That is in Japanese karaoke bars. That's in you know Midwest bars. It's everywhere. Anyway, so I can imagine the deers going in their own little language. Yeah. Also, something I've never witnessed. I kind of want to though, right? <laughs> yeah, that I really do. Yeah, for sure. I want to see them act all crazy and gallop all fun. Not uh, the cannibalistic behavior, but yeah, definitely. No. Yeah, that would really do a number on me, I think. <laughs> I'd be really sad. Yeah. I'd probably try to, like, interfere in nature. I know they say we're not supposed to. I would have to. I don't know. I think you've given me nightmare fuel for uh, tonight. Thank Sorry. you, Isela, as always. Sorry, and you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I can make it up on this one. Okay. Wallabies. How adorable are wallabies? The most adorable. Second I... only to the um, sloth. The sloth. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. I have always wanted to go to Australia just so I can see wallabies in the wild. Just kind of like, they're like stray dogs, but there's stray wallabies, which seems pretty cool to me. 
Anyway, yep. so wallabies also like to get high. They go for like the crazy hard shit and they go all out and they eat opium. They eat the poppies. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. It's They're like, not fucking around. Dude, they like, yeah, they skipped all kinds of levels and just hopped on up to like the poppies. Hopped. Ah, you see what I did there? <laughs> um... But the the sad thing was, because I love wallabies. I think they're freaking adorable. I don't know if you've ever even seen, like, the little babies, the little, like, I don't know if they're called joeys, I think. Or no, those are kangaroos. I don't know. The kangaroos. But yeah. yeah, whatever the little baby wallabies are. <laughs> they're freaking adorable. Wallababies. Wallabies. <laughs> How did I not <laughs> think of that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wallabies, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> so um, the the article that I was reading is that... They, as they start to get high, that they start to hop in circles and eventually they crash and they just kind of like lie there all fucked up in like this little land on the poppies. Mm-hmm. And they'll do like, like almost like crop circles, but like high circles. Oh, wow. Yeah. It makes me sad. And it's definitely addictive. It's very unlike, you know, catnip and all the other stuff that we've been talking about because they keep coming back to... Like, eat the poppies. Makes me sad. Adorable, mm. but, yeah, they like to. Um, so let me tell you about the birds and the bees. These motherfuckers like to get crunk. I was going to yeah. say, I wish my parents would have told me about that before I started dating, but. <laughs> Do you really wish, though? I don't know. I don't. Yeah, actually, no, I don't want to picture. I don't want to hear I, yeah. what they're going to want to try to attempt to say. <laughs> well, this thing gets a little big. What? What? That's, No. Um, back to the birds <laughs> and the bees and how they like to get crunk. Um, they like to eat over ripened fruit. And, um, oh, me they, too. <laughs> you like to have essentially moonshine. <laughs> so yeah, it gets like fermented and it turns into like bird moonshine. So they seek out those like old fruit that are like all nasty and probably bubbling and stuff like that. Mm. Isn't that weird? Like they're bird yeah. shine? Oh, I don't know. Um. The interesting thing, um, so like the local weed and all that other stuff is very socially acceptable, but for bees, it's absolutely not tolerated at all. So they do drug tests before they're allowed allowed back into the hive. Back or? into the hive. If they start seeing that their hive mate is displaying that behavior. They'll kind of let it slide a couple of mm-hmm. times, but if they start to see that they have been, I, don't, I guess, drunk <laughs> on multiple occasions, that's when the hive mates start to get really, really aggressive, and they'll start to attack the the bee by pulling off the limbs one oh by God. one until it essentially dies. Because apparently the way they kind of see it is when they get all drunk and stuff like that, they've been observed mm-hmm. to be less likely to share in all the tasks that need to be completed. So obviously bees are all about like teamwork. This is like completely against their their motto or their mantra or whatever. So they're like, you're not about what we're about. You get the X. Yeah, I think I kind of see that behavior in humans as well. Mm. You know, you see uh, dad sitting on the recliner having his beer while right. mom, is, mom is cleaning. Yeah. We want to end. We're like vacuuming, right? We're trying to take off their yeah. limbs. Hey, you fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
Yeah. So that uh, on that violent note, I will conclude my learning session. It was very interesting. Yes. Very random. Aside from cats, all the other animals that you mentioned, right? I had no idea about. Caribou? What the hell? Yeah. And they're streakers? Wow. These fun bastards. Well, caribou have always seemed kind of perverts to me, so the streaker <laughs> doesn't surprise me that much. But What was the most surprising yeah, then? Probably the dolphin. The dolphin, right? Yeah. Dude, second most surprising was the fun fact that Post Malone, not told me, but Post, Post Malone was the one who had mentioned it. And I was like, is this BS? I got to research. So I went on Google and then, oh my goodness, this is true. How funny. So really, I just follow Post Malone on like Twitter so I can really get more fun facts. Just kidding. <laughs> Third most surprising uh, while millions of people have, are dying of hunger, mm. there's three billionaires fighting over who's going to be the first billionaire in space. These fuckers. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I appreciate that they're pushing technology and stuff like that. Like, there's definitely something to behold there. But you're right. We're coming out of a freaking... How many We're countries? still not out of it. There's still the Delta variant and yes. the Lambda variant that's coming on strong. And all these... Uh, all these countries, these poor countries that some of them don't even have a vaccination game plan yet. It's super sad. Yeah. There's some countries that aren't planning to vaccinate until 2023. I heard. Oh, jeez yeah. Louise. That's really sad. I know. Yeah. So hopefully this was a nice little escape of the news. It was life. definitely. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, we also hope you enjoyed the show. And we also hope that you join us again next week. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, or anywhere you find kick-ass podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Follow us on the gram and Twitter at greetings, T-A-C, technically a conversation. Or you can email us at greetings, T-A-C, at gmail.com. My favorite addition, you can also leave us a voicemail at... <laughs> oh, no, I, I promise you I wasn't drunk. <laughs> Lies at 915-317-6669. Let us know if you have a short story to share with us. 